and welcome to American Catholic History, brought to you by the support of listeners like you. If you value this content and wish to see it continue, become a supporter at AmericanCatholicHistory.org slash support. I'm Noelle Heaster-Crow. And I'm Tom Crow. We start once again with a word of thanks for our supporters, especially Michael T., Daniel D., James M., and Koala750. Thank you all. Yes, thank you sincerely. We're about 29% of the way to the amount of support we need to make this podcast a truly sustainable thing. So if you've enjoyed these episodes, if you've learned something, if you've been inspired or edified or helped in your faith, please, please consider becoming a supporter. You can learn about our support tiers at AmericanCatholicHistory.org slash support. The lowest is just $5 each month, just $5. But for more each month, you'll get extra perks. Yes, the $15 level, which gets you a supporter's mug and a lovely sticker, seems to be quite popular right now. So that said, and thank you so much for your support, on with the show. Today we're talking about the National Shrine of Our Lady of La Leche, the oldest shrine devoted to Mary in what is now the United States. This is an interesting story from the perspective of typical run-of-the-mill American Catholicism. The much more common depictions of Our Lady are, you know, Our Lady of Perpetual Help, Our Lady of Good Counsel, Our Lady of Hope, Our Lady of Lords, Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Grace, or even the Black Madonna, Our Lady of Shunstahova. These are all depictions of Our Lady either by herself or holding the Christ child, but in all of them, she is very modestly dressed and placid. But this depiction is, well, different. Yes, it starts with the fact that La Leche is Spanish for the milk. So it's Our Lady of the Milk. Mm -hmm. The full title of the devotion is Nuestra Señora de la Leche y Buen Parto, or Our Lady of the Milk and Good Delivery. So, right. So now, dear listeners, you're getting a more full image of what is being celebrated here. The motherhood of Mary in its very bodily aspects. Accordingly, when you see the statue of Our Lady of La Leche, she is holding the Christ child. But the child's face is turned away from you because he is nursing at Mary's exposed breast. And that's why this is an odd devotion to the -the run-of-the-mill American Catholic sensibility. I'm not sure if it's, you know, Irish Pelagianism or our national puritanical streak or some other prudery, but Americans have a hard time with chaste nudity as when a mother is nursing her child. But the reality is, it's a beautiful devotion, and many miracles have been attributed to Our Lady's intercession under this title. Right. Many couples with infertility issues have found success conceiving a child after praying novenas to Our Lady of the Leche. She is invoked to aid in difficult pregnancies and to ensure a healthy delivery. So let's talk about how did this unique and fairly specific devotion become the subject of the first Marian shrine in what is now the United States? Well, that goes back to the early days of Spanish colonialism in Florida. As a refresher, Juan Ponce de Leon landed on the coast of Florida in Holy Week, perhaps even on Holy Saturday, in 1513. He claimed the land for the Spanish crown and named it La Florida, both because of how many flowers were there, and also because in Spanish, Holy Week and the Triduum is called La Pascua de las Floridas. Ponce de Leon didn't remain in Florida for more than a few days, however. The permanent settlement didn't come until 1565, when Spanish settlers arrived on September 8th and claimed the land that is now St. Augustine, Florida, in the name of God. This gives St. Augustine the right to claim the title of 
oldest city in the United States. In 1587, 22 years after they established St. Augustine, the Franciscan priests with the Spanish colonialists established the shrine of Our Lady of La Leche within the precinct of the Misión de Nombre de Dios, or the Mission of the Name of God. And in 1609, Spanish settlers, along with both free and enslaved Afro-Spanish, built a chapel to house the image. Now, while Our Lady of La Leche may sound strange to us, the choice of Our Lady of La Leche wasn't unusual to the Spaniards. This devotion was a favorite of King Philip II, King of Spain from 1556 through his death in 1598. He had ordered a chapel to be constructed in Madrid after learning of the importance of this devotion in early Christianity. Right. Some of the earliest depictions of the Blessed Mother in all of Christendom were paintings of her nursing Jesus, which were painted on the walls of the catacombs in Rome. So honoring Mary as the mother of Jesus in a very bodily way goes way back. The Romans, even those who became Christians, did not have the same hang-ups about the human body and the mechanics of nursing that the typical American does. Uh, no. So a devotion to Mary nursing Jesus goes way back to the earliest days of Christianity. Philip II made it a thing in 16th century Spain, and his loyal subjects brought their king's favored depiction of Mary to the New World, where it became the first shrine to Our Lady on these shores. Yeah, and that's about the size of it. Awesome. <laughs> and since then, the shrine has been rebuilt and renovated many times over the ensuing centuries. Right, more or less. The original 1609 chapel was destroyed by Protestant British invaders in 1728. Another full chapel wasn't built until 1875, and the chapel presently standing there was completed in 1914. But since then, it has been a place of pilgrimage. And a place of miracles. As we said, many stories of infertility overcome, difficult pregnancies remaining healthy, and dangerous deliveries working out well have been attributed to the intercession of Our Lady of La Leche. In more recent times, this little shrine is receiving much more attention. In 2019, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops designated it a national shrine. This status means it is formally designated as a place where the faithful may make pilgrimage. Ooh. Pilgrimage. Pilgrimage, yes. And then, in 2021, the image was granted a canonical coronation. This special honor is granted solely by the Pope. The Pope grants this honor to images of Jesus, Mary, or Joseph that have great devotion in their local community, and the Pope believes that this particular devotion should be honored more broadly in the Church. The honor means that the image may be adorned by an additional crown that is not part of the original image. Right. To take an image that our listeners may be more familiar with, Our Lady of Chestahova, for example, wears one of these crowns. Yes, she does. And we saw that when we made a pilgrimage to Yasnagora on our honeymoon in 2017. That was a... Very special trip. And not just because, well, it was our honeymoon, honeymoon. Uh, but because of how special and powerful that image of Our Lady was, we got really close. We sure did. We had to, we had to like throw, throw elbows very, <laughs> very, very humbly and, 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 and holy, holyly, we had to throw elbows to get up there. But, <laughs> as we were uh, praying the rosary. As we were praying the rosary <laughs> and during, yeah, anyway, it was wonderful. It, but, and it really was a highlight of mm-hmm. the honeymoon. We, we should go back. We should definitely go back. Yeah. But anyway, Our Lady of Sistahova received that coronation honor many years ago. Our Lady of the Leche received it in 2021. And in October of 2021, in a solemn ceremony in the Cathedral Basilica of St. Augustine, Cardinal Carlos Osoro Sierra, Archbishop of Madrid, placed a golden crown atop both the mother and child. Following the Mass, the statue was solemnly returned to its own chapel. 
fitting that the Cardinal Archbishop of Madrid would be the one delegated by the Pope to perform this honor. Right. Since the devotion came originally from Madrid, and the original chapel in Madrid was destroyed during the Spanish Civil War. So this shrine, right here in our country, in St. Augustine, Florida, is now the major shrine of Our Lady of La Leche in the world. So if you visit the chapel of Our Lady of La Leche in St. Augustine perhaps on a pilgrimage with us, you will have the opportunity to pray before one of the more ancient and more universally honored depictions of Our Lady and the Christ Child. This has been American Catholic History. If you enjoy American Catholic History, please become a supporter. We've got great perks for supporters, including exclusive content, books, mugs, and personal conversations. Get information on how to become a supporter and the perks at AmericanCatholicHistory.org slash support. Also on our website, sign up for our newsletter, learn more about Our Lady of La Leche, see about our pilgrimages, like our upcoming pilgrimage to the Kentucky Catholic Holy Land and Bourbon Country in August of next year and find other episodes that you might be interested in. We love getting your feedback and suggestions for episodes. You can email us at feedback at AmericanCatholicHistory.org. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash AmericanCatholicHistory, on Instagram at ACH underscore podcast, or follow us on Twitter at ACH1513. I'm Noelle Heaster Crow. And I'm Tom Crow. Thank you once again for joining us on American Catholic History, made possible by listeners like you.